Hi guys, welcome back to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. Today I'm going to speak to you a little bit about pure consciousness, how we can illuminate our minds to be a little bit more clear and content. I'm going to speak to you about uh, a little bit about the Kiwi and its emotional and spiritual function and a chant that I like that also supports illuminating our minds. With that being said, this is Alice Saltzman speaking to you from Enlightened and Annoyed. And my website is atawithalice.com, A-T-H-A withalice.com. Okay, so today I want to share with you a favorite sutra of mine from Pantanjali's Yoga Sutras. So what is a sutra? A sutra, just think of a sutra, it's a thread. The sutras in Pantanjali's Yoga Sutras, which is a sacred scripture compiled a couple thousand years ago, um, the sutras that are compiled inside are little threads of knowledge. In the first chapter on the portion on contemplation, it's basically why we practice meditation. There's one sutra in there that I absolutely think is the most profound and it actually makes me feel the best um, it's my favorite in the whole book. And there's 196 sutras in the book. It says, by cultivating attitudes of friendliness toward the happy, compassion for the unhappy, delight in the virtuous, and disregard toward the wicked, the mind stuff retains its undisturbed calmness. I'm going to say that again. By cultivating attitudes of friendliness towards the happy, compassion for the unhappy, delight in the virtuous, and disregard toward the wicked, the mind stuff retains its undisturbed calmness. Now, why would we do that? Well, the only one that is going to be disturbed if we don't practice this is us. So it's really easy for us to have... Um, an attitude of friendliness towards the happy because I just want to be around happy people. So it's easy for me to want to be hanging out with the happy people and have an attitude towards toward like an attitude of friendliness toward them because that makes me feel good. Compassion for the unhappy, not always the easiest thing, but most of us that are human have compassion for the unhappy. Delight in the virtuous. Um, well, that's not always an easy thing thing for a lot of people because sometimes people can get jealous of those who have huge success in their lives um you know you've seen somebody walk into their mansion they they step out of their Maserati into their palatial house with their swimming pool and their servants and you think oh how did you know how did they get that you know like who what did their parents, you know, give them that or whatever, whatever it is. So some people may feel jealous. We have to have delight in the virtuous. Wow. How good for them. Good for them that they have all that. How wonderful. Um, and disregard toward the wicked. Not easy. That's a really tough one for me. I mean, with all the shit that's going on in our country and in the world right now, I mean, people getting murdered for no reason. The, the kid who got shot to death because he had a he had a freaking air freshener in his car. Um, you know, the the people that stormed the house, uh, you know, because they didn't like what what 
you know, what these people stood for. Just because you don't like something or it goes against your grain or you don't agree with it, it doesn't give you the right to kill, you know, pummel, steal, break shit. You know, this whole business that people just going around killing people and trying to kill people and trying to break stuff down and because it's not in line with your opinion. Did, you know, we've had difference of opinions for generations. Not everybody's going to agree with me. Not everybody's going to agree with you. Too fucking bad. You know what I mean? It, it's like, when did we all become so righteous that somebody else's opinion is not okay and that you can condone it or condemn them to the point where, you know, it's, we used to be able to say anything. Now, like, it's not even acceptable. I, I, you know, I'm going to go back to a little thing in yoga. There's a, there's a, we sit cross-legged in yoga and it, the pose is called Sukhasana. So it's, now it's called crisscross applesauce. You can't say Indian style. When I was a kid, they'd say, okay, sit Indian style. It's not okay to say Indian style. Now that the, the team, the Washington Redskins, what are they called? Washington? I don't even know. They, like, it's not even okay. Like nothing's okay anymore. So here we go. This is my undisturbed calmness. Not. Okay, so what I'm saying is the disregard toward the wicked, it's not an easy thing to do, but the only person who is going to be disturbed if we don't disregard the wicked is us. That mind stuff retains its undisturbed calmness by cultivating attitudes of friendliness toward the happy, easy. Compassion for the unhappy, not everybody's that sweet, but yeah, compassion for the unhappy, delight in the virtuous, delight for people who've made it, who are successful, and disregard toward the wicked, because if we don't do that, we're the ones who are disturbed. So that's my little sutra story. Pantanjali's Yoga Sutras is written in four chapters. It's in the first chapter, the portion on contemplation, which describes why we should practice why do we practice meditation? And that, to me, is really one of the greatest lessons in this book out of 196 sutras. Another thing I want to speak to you about today, and by the way, you're listening to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. I'm going to now share with you my favorite chant in terms of opening up um, basically our consciousness to illuminate our minds. And it's a chant that could be sung or spoken. I'm going to do both. So I'm going to speak to you in English first, and then I will give it to you in Sanskrit. I bow to the guru, the self of all, the embodiment of being, awareness, and bliss, living within everything as its true nature, needing, to, needing no support, but sustaining and supporting all, illuminating the entire universe with the light of consciousness. And it goes like this. Om Nashivaya Gurude, Satchatananda Murtaye, Nishvapanchaya Shantaya, Nilambaya Tejase. Basically, you are, we, we bow to Guru Shiva. He embodies the self of all. And Nilambaya Tejase, it's basically our true nature. The Tejase is illumination. Our true nature is like illuminating that light within us and that light within us, that light of consciousness. So basically, we 
are to know what the next right step is. We are to have that inner knowledge, that inner light that, that has us proceed in the correct path, that we're not making unconscious poor choices, that if we have that illumination of consciousness, we proceed correctly. And when it's sung, it sounds like this. Om Shivaya Gurade Satchadanandamurtaye Nishrapanchaya Shantaya Nilambaya Tejase. I just think it's so beautiful. Um, and the fact that it's written, um, it, it has many different definitions about the support, um, free from all support and illuminating our minds, but it's an amazing chant and it, it goes along with my yoga practice. And there are many chants I love, but this one is my favorite and I think it's just sung so beautifully. You are listening to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. My website is www.atawithalice.com. A-T-H-A with Alice.com. Ata means right here, right now. And right here, right now, I'm going to speak to you about the Kiwi. So the emotional support of the Kiwi. According to Anthony William in Life Changing Foods, he says, Offer kiwis to a friend or loved one who you wish would be more appreciative and considerate when you're trying to bring those qualities out in yourself. Kiwis are a go-to tool when you're working with someone whose mood changes are unpredictable and problematic. Bring along a few kiwis for the two of you to snack on. If you're the only one who partakes, you still serve the situation as the kiwis will feed your enthusiasm and vibrancy to help influence and override your coworkers or friends' emotions. And the spiritual lesson of the kiwi. Um, it's really easy for us to get caught up in the day-to-day nonsense that we deal with and put blinders on to block out the largest sense of what's going on around us and distance ourselves from the true sense of who we are and our words become shallow. Kiwis counteract all that. The next time you slice a kiwi in half, study what you see inside. It, it's like looking at an image of outer space. During growth, a mother kiwi vine, the female vine that bears the fruit, channels the universe's energy, depositing a snapshot snapshot of our greater surroundings into each growing kiwi. No other food contains a miraculous picture of the stars, planets, mysteries, and miracles of the world, of which our earth is just one tiny part. Meditate on this when you enjoy kiwis. This fruit with the humble outward appearance that opens to reveal a galaxy opens up, opens us up. Consciously and subconsciously, we can disconnect from the annoyances that keep us mired down and closed off. We can remember the vastness of the universe, the depths we ourselves contain, and shock ourselves out of the shallows of our daily lives so that we can find our purpose and connect to the secrets of existence. Why do I want to speak to you about what it is that opens us up to connect to what we are truly here for and to open and illuminate up our consciousness? 
This week alone, four people contacted me, one from Peru, for advice on herbs, uh, postures, healing, foods, uh, vitamins, minerals, what they can do to help heal themselves. So one total stranger from Peru private messaged me on my Facebook asking me if I could help with her son's autism, if I had anything that could help with her son's autism. Another friend with their plantar fasciitis, another friend with arthritis, another person with pain in their teeth. I mean, it is just a little bit of, for me, it was, it was kind of like, oh, you know what? Maybe what I'm saying is not going unnoticed. Um, there is really a lot to be learned from our fruits, vegetables, the herbs. There's a reason there are so many tinctures on the market that help people heal. Um, I mean, just what, there are teas, there are mushrooms, there are so many healing benefits of our fruits and vegetables and herbs on this planet. I've even been giving my husband who's going through chemo and radiation uh, certain teas and herbs that are helping him to heal, I mean, not exclusively to the point where he can kick chemo radiation ass, but he has actually been told by his oncologist and radiologist this week that his throat looks way better than anybody's throat that are in the same week of chemo and radiation that, that he is in. And I truly believe that it is because of what we're doing at home. With that being said, you've been listening to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman, website atawithalice.com. Come back to hear in the future the podcast that I will be sharing with you on what we've been doing to help heal cancer or to help assist with the healing of chemo and radiation. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.